I got some good ones. You always do. Well, you never disappoint. Here's the thing. I mean, sometimes you disappoint. You actually you disappoint a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't my words. Those are your wife's words. Oh well, <laughs> that's fair. No, it's a joke. So I try and find as much public service news, firefighter and police officer news as possible. There's no shortage. There's no shortage, but there's been a lot of sadness in general in the fire service. And I'm trying to make... What do you mean? Oh, like I was looking for stories for this episode and it's like, this one died, that one died. Like Like, a fireman? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I like... I think those are obviously things that need to be discussed and we can learn from those, but we also want to have a good time. This is... The standard issue does not cover... uh, We do not do obituaries. Yeah, like I... This is all about making fun of the fire service. And, and, And... Public safety. Public safety in yeah. general. Yeah. So we got to have some fun. This is kitchen. We got to have some kitchen, fun. Fire right? kitchen table talk. That's, I think, the best way to do it. This yeah. is more of a firehouse kitchen table type stories. So that are, you know, applicable to us, right? So medical stuff, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So if you have a story that you feel like we could talk about and learn from, by all means, send it to us. Mail at the dash standard.us. But yeah, so if you see stuff and you're like, man, why are they not talking about that? It's not because we don't see it. It's because we're trying. We're not talking to, about that. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah. we're trying to uh, add a little levity to yep. your morning drive. <laughs> um, and thank you to our Patreon members. Uh, there's no way we could do any of this without you guys. So thank you very much. So if you're looking for more content or you just want to say, hey, thanks, we appreciate it. You want to throw a couple shekels our way? Um, that would be that would be very helpful. Thank you. All right, we're going to Illinois. Sixty-two year old man is facing firearms charges in Illinois after authorities say he accidentally shot himself in the leg in his sleep while dreaming that he was defending himself against an intruder in his home. So, right, so he's sleeping with a gun. Like, like is he cuddling up with it? Like, you don't, he's, he's just wrapped around his. You don't. Rifle? You don't do that. I don't. Um, okay. <laughs> Hey, but maybe uh, maybe he's had a few break-ins. and So here's what I find funny. I used to live right next to this place, and it is a very affluent area, and uh, it's not like this is in a bad part of town. So I mean, if you think about it, the dude did not miss, and he was sleeping. That's so, actually really like, impressive. I mean, that's a pretty good shot right there. Right? Really good shot. So the man identified as Mark DeCara, of Lake Barrington used a 357 Magnum revolver that he owned to fire the shot around 9:50 p.m. So like what time did you go to bed, dude? 9:50 p.m.? That's talk about the ultimate alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> on April 10th, Lake County government said in a news release on Tuesday, according to Lake County Sheriff deputies, on the night of the incident, Decario was dreaming someone was breaking into his home. He retrieved the gun to shoot at whoever whoever he believed was the quote-unquote intruder. When he fired the revolver, uh, DeCaria shot himself in the leg instead and woke up from the dream. It's impressive that he was able to get his gun while sleeping. Would he, would he classify it as a dream or a nightmare? Because maybe he's like having fun. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, I've had those, dr- I've had yeah. those dreams. Break in, yeah. yeah I, I dare you. Yeah, I'm right here. You yeah. Know, <laughs> make my day, you know? Maybe he said that. Or he uh, was like literally running for his life and he was doing one of those, you know, matrix jump behind, turn around in the air. Yeah, and something shoots, awesome. And he shoots in the leg and he's like, oh. Well, it turned, into a night, it turned into a nightmare. 
Sheriff deputies responded to the scene after receiving a call reporting a person with a gunshot wound at the residence. They found Dicario when they arrived, suffering from a gunshot wound in the leg and losing what they described as a significant amount of blood. It's a 357. Uh, it was later determined that the round discharged from his gun went through the leg and lodged itself in the bedding. No one else was harmed. During the investigation that followed, authorities realized that Dicario owned and used the revolver despite not having a fire owner's identification. All right, so that's what the the charges are for because he didn't have a permit or whatever. So in Illinois, like you have a, a FOID gun. card basically, and it's just a background check, and it allows you to. It's like it's no big deal. So the actual gun going off. I mean, he's an idiot. He shot himself. Like they wouldn't have charged him. And it's just like, yeah, it sucks to be you, but it's right. Oh, okay. So if that happens here, you know, you're just, you get the dumb dumb award. So not only did he shoot himself, he got in trouble for not having a FOID card. So yeah, he got charged for uh, reckless discharge of a firearm and not having a uh, a FOID card. So some three fifty seven Magnum facts. At the time of its introduction, the three fifty seven was in fact the most powerful handgun in production in the world. Uh, it can reach out to a hundred yards or more to knock down basically like a small steel target. That's a big. That's a big round, dude. So yeah, some people actually use the the three fifty seven for hunting, uh, and it can like go through like a car, basically. So this dude, <laughs> this dude was uh, not messing around. Wasn't that the oh. wasn't that the Dirty Harry gun? Didn't he have a three fifty seven magnum? That's what I was. You know, if I go to a web search, I was gonna say the first thing that would pop up is Clint Eastwood. You pull know? up the uh, pull up the. Hold on, let's go, Dirty Harry. Yeah, yeah, that's totally it. Uh, what does he say? Make my day. Right? But he, like... Oh, when he's like, you're you, probably asking yourself, do did you I fire lucky? five rounds or six? And he's like, the question is, do I feel lucky? Do you feel lucky? I think it's I. Well, why would... Do I feel lucky? Like, did I do I have one left in the chamber? I think it's, do you feel lucky? Oh, like, see? do I still have one left? No, let's pull it up. I know what you're thinking. Did he fire six shots or only five? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I've kind of lost track myself. But being this is a 44 Magnum, the most powerful handgun in the world, and would blow your head clean off, you've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Oh, great scene. Hey. I got to know. Ooh. We're going to need a new pair of shorts. All right. Ah, That was good. Awesome. A Harvard morgue manager and associates charged with trafficking human remains sold parts via Facebook and PayPal. Yeah? You see no problem with that. Well, no. Just, come on. That's normal, right? I don't think it's normal. Yeah, man. You got got a store online. You got an eBay store. (laughs) An Etsy store? (laughs) Uh, I mean... 
But this like, is uh, Harvard, Christ- man. What is it? Christmas story? The the leg lamp. Oh, so this so one's a real one. Yeah, so he's making real. Uh, it's gonna it's like bo- a, a hand. It's gonna bother you how true that really is. Okay. Here in a second. All right. This is Harvard, man. I thought they were supposed to be all, you know, tip top. It, wasn't it Harvard that started the whole lockdowns? Oh, it was Ivy League. I have no idea. No, you remember there sitting at the station. Oh, that was Stanford. It wasn't it a baseball no, game. No, 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 no. It was because it was basketball season. Believe you know. It was, it was early we, March. We were watching baseball though. I don't at know. the station, and you're either, like, either way. Bullshit. I was planning my epic spring break trip to palm trees and pools in Arizona. Surprise! And everything got locked down. And I <laughs> I remember sitting there and oh, the going shit. like, I can't believe it. Are we are we really doing this? <laughs> and you're like, shut it down. Shut it all down. Shut it all down. And said that for like months. Yeah. Well, I couldn't believe it, but I think those months in Ivy League years. Something, some responsibility in all this. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Harvard. Uh, the morgue's manager, Cedric Lodge, was part of a massive nationwide network that bought and sold human remains stolen from the university's medical school. From 2018 to 2022, Lodge and his wife, Denise Lodge, stole the corpses, removed the parts such as the head, brain, skin, and bones, and sold them to their accomplices. So it's like being like an arm... Oh, that's probably... Oh, an arms story. dealer. But like your corpse dealer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm like a... Not those arms. Uh, I'm like real arms. Real arms. You know, like, like the one you got on? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. take those and I'm, I deal them. I'm going to take that. So let me show you a picture of this guy. This is... Oh, Jesus Christ. So first of all, I don't think God. so. Those of you guys who aren't watching this, just listening, my man's got—I uh, don't even know what he you looks, call though. I'm—he does not look stable. I was going to say he looks stable sarcastically, but no, he does not look like a stable human being. Like he has want to be doing business. Uh, with. Gauged earrings. He has one of his eyes um, like tattooed black. Like the you're talking like the the white area. Oh yeah. Whoa. Yeah, it's tattoo that. You can. Whoa. True story. He's got a lot of body mods, as they say in the business. He's got spikes coming out of his head, um, and half of his face is tattooed. So if I'm Harvard, right? It's like, you know what that is? That's, uh, what's the Two-Face? Oh, yeah. From Batman? Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, but like a dorkier version. This guy's going to find us. (laughs) No, he's not. But I'm sleeping with my rifle from now on, so. My man's in jail. Um, Shotguns, like, I'm going to. Well, what you need, you need, uh. What was that one guy's name? You need Mark DeCaria with his 357. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, sleeping, I'm sleeping with mine now. Well, you're going to shoot your leg off. Nah, man. I don't dream. <laughs> so if I'm Harvard, I'm not hiring this guy, right? This guy looks like a psycho. He was worked for Harvard? Oh, yeah. He, he was running the morgue for their like medical program. That's how he got access to all this stuff. So... Do you think the line works? No one was more surprised than I. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dear you know, chief. Like, but I mean, it. This is how when did I you not know. Hashtag bring back profiling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they would also allow their buyers to come into the morgue and pick out whatever parts they had their eye on. One of the main buyers, Katrina McLean, allegedly agreed to purchase two human faces. How much would you think two human faces would cost? Well, I want to know why. I'll tell you. No, I, why you'd want? Yeah. To tell me first, and then I'll tell you. Oh, she sold them on her Instagram, Cat's Creepy Creations, which is no longer available because I tried to look for her it. Her name's Cat, or she likes cats? Or... Her name's Katrina. Oh. So how much do you, how much are two human faces going for? Five grand each. 600 bucks. Oh. That's it. That's not worth it. <laughs> no, it's not worth it at all. Yeah. 
Prosecutors also stated McLean kept the remains she purchased uh, and resold them at her store, which is like this online thing. What the fuck is going on? I know, man. A I mean, or dead body parts where yeah. we have a store that we're... So a second buyer named Joshua Taylor sent more than $37,000 to Denise for body parts between September of 18 and 21. All right. Is he making money? I mean, please tell me that he's at least doubling his investment. I love how you're like, is this <laughs> regardless? I mean, if are you're we making thirty seven thousand dollars? Like, <laughs> are you flipping that? Like, here's the thing: you could buy a depreciating asset in a car, right? Okay, so 2018, <laughs> you spend thirty five thousand dollars on a truck, right? Yeah, it's a dumb move, but whatever. Maybe you need it for your business, whatever. You know, four years later, you got a car and it's worth like ten thousand dollars. But if the thirty five thousand dollars that you're spending is for human remains. And you ain't getting a return on that, like it's not appreciating. Well, we have problems. Well, what the fuck are you using that for? That like makes your life better on a daily basis. Maybe he wasn't trying to make money. Maybe he was getting the value out of right. The so if this is a hobby of yours, sure, we have got a problem. We got a pro- well. The, yeah. this whole story is full of problems. Okay. okay, here's the dumbest part. Taylor also had memos to his payments. So basically, like when you Venmo someone and you're like, "Hey, what's this for?" Uh, he had a payment for a thousand dollars that came with a memo that read head number seven and another for $200 that said brains. Like these people are so fucking stupid. <laughs> they didn't even like make it private. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, you could have said yeah, public. Yeah. You could have said like gallon of milk, right? Dummies. What uh, should they have said? Like what would be a good like memo? Uh, for like, Hey, I'm going to buy body parts. Yeah. Uh, what about like lending me a hand or something like that? <laughs> helping hand. Helping hand. What else? Uh, what else would be good? Like uh, uh, helping me get ahead. Ooh, yeah. All right. Those are good. Yeah. You got to think of some play on words, you know. Well, just to make it fun. Yeah. Right. We're all having a good time here, buying body parts. Let's see. So this is what the uh, the people at Harvard said. We are appalled to learn that something so disturbing could have happened on our campus. Listen, you got a lot of disturbing things happening. Yeah, on, I agree with that. You know, uh, a community dedicated to healing and serving others. The deans wrote in their statement. Oh, virtue. Virtue, exactly. Yeah. So they feel betrayed. We're so great. I'm so sorry, Harvard. How are you ever going to recover from this? Uh, Polly could face up to 15 years in prison and a half a million dollar fine and three years of supervised release. How much money do you think Harvard makes a year in revenue? Oh, you mean... Colleges are in business to make money. <gasps> Who knew? So how much? $2 billion. $5.8 billion. This is, uh, so from 21 to 22, that was $5.8 billion. That's an 11% increase from the 2021 year. Over a five-year period, revenues have increased by at least 11.9% in total for Harvard. So who's the richest college in the world? Um, what state is it in? Give me a clue. Uh, it's on the East Coast. What state is it in? Massachusetts. Okay. The richest? Yeah. Yale? Harvard. Harvard. Well, yeah. That's a trick question. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what would you say that their worth is? $5.8 billion? $50.9 oh. billion. Dollars. Okay. Unbelievable. Uh, I was watching this documentary the other day on the Mormon church. Oh, yeah. Some, uh, some whistleblower came out about their, like... Mm-hmm tax evasion practices or whatever. Yeah. 
Those are some smart people, dude. Oh, they're I mean, brilliant. they're disciplined. Oh yeah. Right? Stockpile money. How well, do how do we I mean I, I I was like, that's actually impressive how much they put away and they just they're holding, you know? It's like every neighborhood, like Mormon neighborhood, super clean, all that. I I I've uh I say that to my wife regularly, like, cause when we had a place in Arizona, she's from Arizona and we lived down there, but Gilbert is at least at one point was like the second most concentrated outside of Salt Lake City, you know, yeah. like Utah, the second most concentrated Mormon population. I mean, there are temples down there and yeah. a Mormon church in every corner, but that's a nice city, man. I mean, hey, if you want to wear well ma- kept, if you want to wear magic underwear, you could be a part of. <laughs> no, I just want to. I just want to live next door to the magic <laughs> underwear. I don't want to wear it. Magic uh, underwear, awesome. Can we get this guy out of here? I, I don't Sorry. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Two face. He's bothering you. Well, it's just like, come on. All right. Flight attendant charged for bomb threat to stop her ex's vacation. It's a smart, smart move. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. I'll get through the story and you tell me if it's smart. Uh, I was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. This is how the story starts. This is a quote. Tell the little captain we put three bombs on the Miami flight. A distorted voice said in an audio message sent to an airline worker in Argentina. Uh, tell the captain. <laughs> there's three bombs on the <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, based on the fact that this was her plan, yeah. that her execution was probably really good, flawless. You know, star six seven. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, Does that still work? I'm probably, but that's probably what she used. Hell yeah! I'll just, I'll just put this like uh, cover on my microphone. Yeah, it'll be totally. totally yeah, they totally work. Never know. Like that scream. Remember that? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, she sent that on May 21st. Check the airplane because it's going to blow up in a thousand pieces. She says. 270 passengers along with crew were rushed off a Argentine airline just minutes before a flight was set to take off to, from Buenos Aires to Miami. Bomb squads and emergency response teams hunted for explosive, causing the airlines to lose an estimated $1 million. But the threatening message turned out to be a hoax, according to Argentine authorities. Called in by a jealous flight attendant who worked for the airline and wanted to stop her ex-boyfriend from flying to Miami with her new girlfriend. Daniela Carbone. So, yeah. Quien es Daniela Carbone? Yeah. So, she, uh, I'm, she, I'm sure she's a super nice lady. But, yeah, that's who called in that threat. Oh, so, so yeah. she got arrested at work? Yeah, she got arrested. Um, How'd they find out? How'd they find out? Through the text messages. They basically, she took her kid's cell phone. So, she used her kid's cell phone and called and then... When she got her burner phone, bro. Yeah, I mean that's what it's are we like, doing here? Go it's like to, prank one oh one. Go to Walmart. Get yourself, phone. Get yourself a track phone. <laughs> Pay with cash. We all have burner phones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was reportedly in a five year relationship with a male flight attendant, and the pair often worked together on this airline. The pair broke up just a couple months prior to the bomb threat and began a new relationship. Carbone's ex boyfriend reportedly was working on the flight while his new girlfriend was traveling as a passenger on their way to spend a few days in Miami together. She could face up to six years in prison if found guilty. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it's dumb. Like, the people who call in these school bomb threats. like. So how many bomb threats per the ATF do you think there were in 2019, which is... 100,000? There's got to be a ton. Just 1,000. On what? Like, I'm talking everywhere. Yep. You're talking like schools? Schools, the whole nine yards. Wow. 
Yeah, only a thousand. That it's was a like becoming a popular thing. It's actually a thirty three percent decrease from the previous year. So they're going down. Um previous year meaning like pretty twenty twenty eighteen. Oh, it's pre COVID. Yeah. Do you know if it went up in twenty twenty and people get bored at home, you know? Yeah, this was so the on the ATF's website, this was the last dude, I'm on some lists for sure. Uh this was the last year that had uh statistics. But it was the lowest number reported in the past five years, 2019. All right. When, what month would you say is the highest amount of bomb threats? January, because nobody wants to go back to work after the holidays. It's actually April. Tax season. Ah, smart. Yeah. Uh, what day of the week? Most Mondays, bomb. man. Case of the Mondays. Thursdays. Thursdays? They want Friday off? Yeah, the least. That's, they want a long weekend. Well, the yeah. least are Saturday and Sundays. Everyone's having a good time. But he's already off work. Well, yeah. I, need to, I don't need to call a bomb threat into my job. And I, I'm already off. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, good luck, hon. Weirdo. Ecuadorian woman who knocked on the coffin during her own wake. It's like South America news. Listen, man, I get it where I can get it. All right? You I can't. know where Ecuador is? <laughs> uh, no? It's South America. All right. If you gave me a map. I could not find Let's, it. Hold on. So it's Ecuador, right? Sure. It, where near do the you, equator. There we go, right. But like where? South America. West Coast. Damn it. On the equator. My man. Yeah. I would fail at one of those, are you smarter than a fifth grader? How many burpees can you do fifth grader? That's my question. What's important? All right. Ecuadorian this- woman... Is this what the academy is going to be like? I'm, I'm tough talking. I'm tough <laughs> talking fifth graders. <laughs> uh, Ecuadorian woman who knocked on coffin during her own wake has finally died. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 Everybody's sitting there and it's... Could you imagine, dude? Could you imagine? Oh, man. Who is that? Yeah. I think it's, I think it's Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Help me. Who's going to open that coffin? Not me. No. No way. way. Not ever. <laughs> Need like a 12-foot pike pole. Oh, uh, like, yeah. Not, no chance, dude. Oh, shit. Uh, 76-year-old woman who had been declared dead and surprised her relatives by knocking on her coffin during her wake earlier this month has died after seven days in intensive care. Uh, so, like, she died because of, like, asphyxiation. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. she was alive, but she couldn't breathe. She pretty much like had brain damage from being in the coffin for, yeah. you know, 24 hours. Sorry about that. Uh, Gilberto Barbara Montoya, uh, the woman's son, told the Associated Press that doctors. Gilberto Barbara? Barbara. Barbara? Sure. That's okay. Hey, man. Ecuador. Bella Montoya initially had been admitted to the hospital with a possible stroke and cardiopulmonary arrest. When she did not respond to resuscitation, a doctor on duty declared her dead, the ministry said. On June 9th, Montoya reportedly woke up and started knocking after spending five hours inside her coffin at a funeral home in Babayahu. She had to be somewhat coherent, right? You'd think so. It sounds like she had a massive stroke. She cored out. And then after they pronounced her, dude, you don't know like where you're at, what happened, like right. You're out for weeks, and then well, when you wake up, I don't think you'd know where the fuck you were at. Well, think about like when you're having a stroke, and I think and you're feeling around like what, what is 
I've had stroke patients that they look completely disassociated, but if you ask them to like squeeze your hand or something, they will. So like, who knows how alert she was throughout this whole entire thing. It's terrifying. Um, similar events have happened in the United States recently in December, an Iowa care facility mistakenly pronounced a 66 year old resident dead. I think we did a story on that and had her transported to a funeral home where she woke up gasping for air in 2020. A young woman was declared dead and opened her eyes as she was be- about to be embalmed. Oh. oh yeah. Ecuador's health ministry confirmed in a statement Saturday that Montoya died from ischemic stroke after spending a week in intensive care. It added that Montoya, had remained under permanent surveillance, but didn't provide further information on medical investigation. Unbelievable, man. Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> so it got me thinking, uh, right? How did... Put on, put on me. Are you to me? Are you to me? That means help me. Help me, please. Excuse me. Help me. So it got me thinking, like, before we had the medicine that we have now, like, how did they pronounce people dead in the past like mm. middle ages times just wait for him to go stiff well kind of or wait till they start to decompose like have him hang out until they decompose. oh man so among classical we don't know if he's dead yet but, uh, <laughs> we'll know in about four weeks jesus uh among classical greek and roman societies the signs of death were the absence of a heartbeat and breathing that sounds right and most onset or uh, and the onset of putrefaction in medieval times, a candle was held to the mouth. A flicker of the candle was shown like as a sign of life. So if they couldn't breathe out the candle, that's how they, that's how they knew. However, these signs were rejected by antonomist. What's an autonomist? Anatonomist? Anatomist. Well, something with anatomy. You'll learn that when you finish your degree. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a 400-level class. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, you're, you're good. You're good. Uh, Jacques Winslow. Oh, that's good. Uh, not bad. 1740, who recommended that resuscitation should be attempted on seemingly lifeless patients by stimulating various parts of the body with the juices of an onion, garlic and horseradish, whips and nettles. So basically he would try and like do some sort of stimulation. With you them. have to look back at like that. That's in the, what, 300 years ago? And, and we look at that and go, what the fuck? Yeah, what are we doing now that they're going to yeah, look So like that? in 300 years, they're going to... Why wouldn't they look back at us and be like, what the fuck oh, are they, they totally doing? Are. They totally are. He would also use hideous shrieks of noises <laughs> to try and wake Stereo. them back up. Yeah. Uh, pins inserted under the toenails. Oof, Oof. That one would hurt, dude. Uh, in 1742, John Brewer documented 52 examples of ex- supposed live burials. Damn, dude. Yeah. That is not the way you want to go. That is not the way you want to go. Uh, this fed public spheres of premature burial and placed growing pressure on doctors to come up with more reliable quote unquote signs of death. German doctors concluded that putrefaction was the only reliable indicator of death. A number of cultures included interval between death and disposal of the body that allows time for putrefaction. So basically they'd have these like morgues where they would just leave these bodies out. And once they started to rot, that's when they would say the worst were. smelling place of all time. How about worst job ever? You think your job sucks? All you're going around is like seeing if they start to stink. Watch that. Yeah, that one over there, you're going to need to watch that. <laughs> when when it starts to smell like not <laughs> I mean like real bad, not bad. That's when you really bad. like when you want to vomit, then you should probably, you know, write it off. It's done. 
it's not good, man. So more immediate and drastic techniques have also been employed to ensure that the dead were really dead. Some people request in their wills that their head be severed or their heart be pierced prior to the burial as a measure to ensure they were truly dead. They also created these safety coffins. Have you ever heard of those? No. It Basically, these coffins are created to have like signals to the to the surface that like bells and shit. They would tie like bells. A rope? Yep, they would tie bells to uh, like their hands. So if their hands started moving, the bells would go off. But there's reports of as you start to bloat and decompose, it moves, it moves and people are like, I heard a bell. So they still sell these safety coffins. You can still purchase them. What was the most expensive coffin ever made? Oh, dude. This is a I mean, this got, is a gold plated. Yeah, it's got to be something like the pyramids or something, right? Uh, this didn't even have that. This was just coffin, not mm. like uh, obviously tomb or something. Yeah, one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Only forty thousand dollars from uh, Zsa Zsa Gabor, Hollywood, former Hollywood actress. Oh, I remember that name. Yeah, I think she was a stunner back. Can you look her up, Zsa Zsa Gabor? I can. Okay, so maybe ended a little rough. Yeah, I think there was a lot of plastic surgery in, in her time, but... Okay, she was... Her, that's probably her prime right she there, She was right? a stunner. Made it till 99. So this is... She went 99 years old. She lived. Good for you, Jaja. So let's let's see uh, what 99 looked like. $40,000. So what what do you think that includes? Uh, that's a, It was a gold-plated casket. 24-karat gold plated on the outside. So you're like her family, <laughs> and you're like, there's there's some money in that ground over there. Oh, you think it's time let's, to go? Let's let's yeah, let's get the gold. I mean, grave robbing was a real thing. Probably still is for some people. What are you robbing out of like normal? I mean, you're saying people got buried with valuables? And yeah. People, okay. I mean, back in the day, uh, people would be buried with all of their like most expensive possessions. Uh, some people were buried with money to pay the boatmen. You know, to take you, I don't know, afterlife, I guess. So, yeah, it was, that was a lucrative business to go in and dig up an old, some old bones. <laughs> not for me. No, no way. Because no. not only do you have to do my least favorite activity, which is digging, then you got to deal with a dead body. Would you rather dig a hole in the ground or strip shingles off a roof? <sighs> I'd rather dig a hole in the ground. I don't know, man. God. That's all bad. Yeah. I want to do none of it is the answer. Okay. Yeah.